Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Wings and Riffs podcast. It has been a hot minute. It has been a hot five minutes. It's been a hot fucking five months, it feels like, or however long it's been. Welcome back to the show, and everything's stuttering. Oh, God, why? Nope. Hello. Come back. Come back. There we go. It's all fixed. It's fine. We're good. Whew. Everything black screened on me for a second after I switched screens, and I was like, oh, shit, but it's fine. We're back. We're here. All is well. Welcome back to the new overlay. Welcome back to the new setup. And how do how does that work? Welcome back to the new. Welcome back. <laughs> how y'all doing? It is me, Wingless Valkyrie, and your host, Refixix. Off to my oh, he's not off to my side. I don't have that set up. He is he is here. His voice rains down from the heavens like the god he is. Say hello, God. Hopefully this mic is working. That mic is working. That's not your snowball, is it? I don't know. That's kind of why I wanted to check. Okay, it does right. not. It does not sound I'm like your that. snowball. Oh, that sounds so much better. There we go. That's the snowball, hundred percent. The other one, I don't know what that was, but it was not the snowball. Probably the built-in mic with the. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. No, that sounds a lot better. All right. Uh, I requested tour legs be added into the rotation of emotes. Um, I don't even know what kind of picture that would be, and I'm scared to ask. <laughs> so how about no? Oh, wait, is that Photoshop's picture would be? Uh, it? Yeah. You know, please no. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> All right, one second here. Let's see if we can get Refixix's beautiful face into screen here. There we go. Okay, now everything is functioning properly as intended. Fantastic. Okie dokie. 21 minutes into the stream, we can officially start. Welcome back to the Wings and Riffs podcast. I'm your host, Refixix. Along Wait. I'm your host... <laughs> I'm your host, Wingless Valkyrie, along with Refixix off to my side. That's the correct version of that. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10, my friend. <laughs> I'm your host for Fix 6. Wait. <laughs> Identity crisis. <laughs> uh, except you might want to make the letters on in the box white and not gray. Are they gray? I didn't even set that up. That was set up by the website. Uh, okay, while I'm trying to set that up... Well, oh, shit. Well, I got... <laughs> shit. Well, I opened up Google and it took over Jackson's face. So, one well. second. I'm just going to move this over top of the stream, over onto this side, and then open up Discord back. There we go. Okay. So, while I'm doing this, um, do you want to just tell everyone a bit about yourself and what we do here, Refixix? I'm going to let you take over from here. Uh, well, to be fully honest with you, we're two uh, chimpanzee bonobos. Oh, boy. We do <laughs> I don't know where this is. <laughs> two chimpanzee bonobos? <laughs> God damn it. Keep yeah, we're, we're hybrids. But anyways, uh, we kind of just sit on here and talk about whatever strikes our fancy, whether that be <coughs> E3, <coughs> excuse me, uh, I knew that uh, or anything <laughs> or anything else that catches our fancy. That's kind of what we do here. We talk, and of course, as always, you guys are able to uh, talk to us directly, uh, ask us anything you want within reason you monkeys and yeah that's kind of what we do here not a whole lot else it's very it's very unstructured and that's kind of the way we want it it is a very unstructured podcast and and i get and again i agree with you it is the way i want it because if we ever put a fully label on it and then the off chance we want to talk about something else then it's like but that doesn't that doesn't make sense you're a blank podcast so by just leaving it unstructured then we can talk about whatever we want. Most of the time, it is usually video games or technology stuff related. But mm-hmm. that doesn't limit us to only that. Like if something happens, I don't know, that's about, I don't know, planet going green, like recycling and stuff that's really cool that we want to talk about for whatever fucking reason, we'll talk about it because we want to. So, oh, also, mm-hmm. this is an interactive podcast, as you can tell with the chat being on screen. You are allowed to talk with us and ask us any questions that you have involved in the podcast, and we will be able to answer them to the best of our ability. Also, big thing I want to quickly mention, because this is this is completely new to the podcast. The podcast itself is not new, but this is new. So, the old podcast was only ever available while you were watching it here live on Twitch, and the VOD of it would be available on the YouTube channel for Wingless Valkyrie. That is still the case, but now the podcast is becoming more officially like a podcast. 
if you have the free app called Anchor, which is a podcast app, it's available for Android and iOS, this podcast will be uploaded onto Anchor every single Tuesday, just the vocal of it completely. So you can listen to it on Anchor, and the good thing about it being on Anchor is that it's available not only on Anchor, but anywhere podcasts are available. Thank you very much for the bits. I appreciate you. I can't see the name. It is Sushi. Thank you for the bits. Appreciate you. So anywhere you have, anywhere podcasts are available, you'll be able to listen to it there every single Tuesday. But if you want to watch the watch and listen, it's available on YouTube. And Anchor is free to get. Last thing we're going to mention mention about Anchor. This is kind of something. Um, if this does take on you and I, will have to um, get used to. On Anchor, after you're done listening to the podcast every single week, you can leave voice messages of questions that we can then listen to for next week. So you can either come to the podcast now, live here, and interact with us here, but if you listen to the podcast at a later date, you can leave us a voicemail question on the Anchor app itself, which we will then answer at the end of the podcast for next week. So that's a cool little feature. You can do that. That is only available on Anchor, of course. So that's an option that you can do if you want us to hear your voice and play your voice on stream rather than text. You don't have to, but it's an option there for you. Anyways, just wanted to get that out. So. I didn't actually know about that, so thank you. Yeah, I don't think I told you. I recently discovered it about myself because I was listening to a couple of Anchor podcasts and they mentioned how they were taking questions and then they were playing voice messages from last podcast. And I was like, oh shit, you can do that? Cool. Say you can do that. So there you go. Anyways, um, I clicked white on the chat, but it's still gray. Fuck. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Background color. The background color is checkered. Yeah, that's fine. I want the d- d- fucking actual text color. Ah! <laughs> Here we go. So, I don't know if anybody has uh, followed everything for E3, because obviously I'm going to start there, because why 100, 100% I haven't, because I've been at work. The only thing I know about E3 is what I've seen on Twitter, and what Daltor has exploded in my chat about. But you're you have you're probably yes. way more up to date than I am. So you are free to go off about E3 until the cows go home. The funny thing about that, I've only watched like the Bethesda uh, E3 release. That's the only one that I've watched. <laughs> oh, you've only oh you've only seen Bethesda's stuff. Yep, that's oh. the only one I kind of had time for and could find easily so, oh, so all of that stuff but, but the one I'm actually excited for that I normally wouldn't is Nintendo and that's happening tomorrow oh okay I was like I haven't heard dick all about what Nintendo has talked about so so what I want to see is I want to see some Smash gameplay or at least some another trailer or two that's what I want to see I guarantee uh, it'll be that something like that will come out. I'd be very surprised if it didn't. I also want to see uh, a, a, po- a new Pokemon that is not Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. I want to see something else. I want to see something either a remake or something new, something on the Switch, you know? But I, not te- that's that Kanto redo. I was no. going to say, technically, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee is for the Switch. So, I'd be very... Yes, but it's not It's not a uh, a normal... It's, it's not a normal experience. Pokemon game. I will agree with you there. I'd just, I'd just be very surprised. Because they, they, that Pokemon announcement was pretty recent. So, I'd be very surprised if they were to announce another Pokemon game back-to-back. I, it, was, it would be a surprise that I would welcome. I'd just be very surprised if they did it. Yeah, I, I that that one I'm not expecting. I'm just really hoping for. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but. for for some reason, I have saved all the settings on the program, but it is not refreshing. So let me go ahead and try and refresh this. Properties. Refresh browser. Okay. Let's see if this works. Okay, that's all come back. Hopefully the chat is white now. If it's not, well then rip. I don't know what else to do, because it's white in the editor, but it's not white online. So hopefully now when people start talking, it's white. If it's not, 
rip. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it. I'll fix it later. So, anywho, I'll get that out of the way. Fix it. Okay, so there's that. Um, you haven't so nothing else. Oh, wait, didn't have didn't Sony have its conference today as well? Uh, if it has, I have not seen much about it. Okay, well, if anyone, know, ch- if anyone uh, in the chat know, knows, I know EA did theirs, and they, <laughs> oh, they uh, they fucked it up royally, from what I've heard. Oh shit! What did EA announce? <laughs> well, for one, they made uh, Command and Conquer something a game that a lot of people really, really liked, and they made it a mobile game that looks like garbage, <sighs> apparently. Uh, actually, they did. Uh, apparently, people really liked uh, Odyssey. Uh, is it Odyssey? Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Oh, people, yeah, but, yeah, the new Assassin's Creed, the Spartan one, coming out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to me, at this point, it's just another Assassin's Creed. Like, I literally don't give a shit. I've, <laughs> I'm a little indifferent about Assassin's Creed myself. I. Assassin's Creed for me, the first one was intriguing enough, but I never finished it. The second Assassin's Creed, I loved it, and I played it over and over and over again. And then I mm-hmm. didn't play an Assassin's Creed since 2 until I played Assassin's Creed, I think it's 4, Black Flag. I think that one was mm-hmm. 4. Yeah, Black Flag, I love. I freaking love. I'm also a sucker for naval games, like Anything that has to do with yes. ships, anything that has to do with ships or planes. I don't, I don't, or I'm not pirates much, or pirates. I like, I like pirates and Vikings and stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm the weird guy who doesn't care for cars or ground combat or types of games like that. But you, moment you say you can fly in this game or you can sail in this game, boom, I'm sold. I'll go there. So Black Flag, I fucking loved. I'm a little biased because that's my thing. And then. I didn't play another Assassin's Creed after that until, um, what the hell's the one? Egypt. Um, Origins. Origin. Which I'm still playing, and I plan to play it on stream for you guys. I might even play it tonight, who the hell knows. So, and Origins for me, it's fun. It's not my favorite game, but it's, it's an improvement, as they should be. So, it's, Origins for me is a mixed bag. It's a good game by itself. But it's not, like, my favorite Assassin's Creed game ever. I think 2 and Black Flag are kind of, like, a tie for that. And then when they announced that they were doing, like, Assassin's Creed Sparta-ish, I'm really intrigued to see how that's going to work. Because everything about, like, Sparta is warrior, bloodbath, fighting, big combat stuff. And then you Mm -hmm. toss assassins into it, and it's like, okay... It doesn't really fit. It does, exactly. It doesn't really fit. But the way I could see it probably working then is that they will take, they'll take that and be like, you have your actual Spartans and everything going on, and then separately in the shadows behind the scenes is the assassin stuff, which technically makes sense. And that's the, yes. only way I could, that's the only way I could really see how they go. Unless they just take assassins and, you know, the title is assassin, but they really just fight in big wars and stuff. That's like, okay. Mm, so, I don't know. Will I buy it when it comes out? Probably not. I will probably watch a couple people do playthroughs of it on YouTube and Twitch before I decide to purchase it myself. Because I just, I want to see what it's about. So, mm-hmm. that's my deal on that, so... And yeah, Sushi, I agree with you. Eventually, you've got to retire a franchise like a franchise like Halo, for instance. Oh yeah, didn't they announce another Halo game as well? Uh, yes, the, it was Halo. Uh, I think Infinite. Yes, Halo Infinite. And okay. All it was is just a teaser trailer, so I really can't say anything much on it. But that's fair. Three four three is really milking that cow as best they can. Yeah, Which, I get it, but at the same time, like. She said, "You gotta let a, a, a franchise retire." Like, yeah, that's one thing. <sighs> also, just a quick side note: anytime we're replying to someone in Twitch chat, we'll get to fully read out what they're saying because if someone's going to listen to the thing on Anchor or a podcast app, they obviously can't see the chat, so we'll just fully read out what they say right. before answering. Just as a quick side note, um, I sent you a whip playlist. Let me know what you think. I'll add as I find things. I'll take a listen after the stream. For today's stream, we'll keep the Celtic music just as is, and then I'll listen to it afterwards, and it should be fine. I trust your judgment. I'm probably going to regret saying that, but I trust your judgment. 
At this point, we're just waiting on next year's AC. You mean next year's Assassin's Creed? I think. I don't know. Yes. Okay. There's no vocals. Wonderful. Thank you, Lord Ghost Cat. It's like movies. You gotta bring an end to the series or story. I completely agree, and I have never agreed more than fucking 13's reasons why. Oh my god. That's a whole nother bag. I know it has nothing to do with E3, but it's the whole deal about... Oh, hey, and, and this a couple... is how the podcast works, my friend. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go... Okay, we'll come back to E3 in a second. I just want to make a quick opinion. So, before everybody gets up in arms about 13 Reasons Why, let me just be clear. Season 1 of 13 Reasons Why, I thought was enjoyable. I don't necessarily agree with how they portrayed suicide or anything. I have no experience with suicide in my personal life or anything, so I have no like thoughts about that personally to say. So I cannot justify whether they glorified suicide or not. I don't know. I'm not part of that conversation. From personally just a viewer who loves movies and films and acting in general, I thought season one was fantastic. It hit me hard. It hit emotions like no other show has, and I thought it was great. And it ended, here's the key thing, season one ended perfectly that they never had to come back to it. It hit you hard, it hit you strong, and it left you feeling empty and so many questions inside, and that was perfect. And that's the kind of thing I love, and that's what I want to do with films, and that's why I loved season one of 13 Reasons Why. And then they announced season two, and it was completely by surprise because the way season one ended was perfect, and I was like, how are they going to make a season two of this. It doesn't make sense to me. And I still haven't watched season two, but after it came out and I read a couple of non-spoiler reviews, everyone basically had the same questions as me. Why did they bother making a season two? It's pretty much garbage and it doesn't have the same impact anymore and it feels like a cash grab because season one was so immensely popular and hit everyone so hard that they decided, hey, this is still good. This is really, really awesome. We're going to take this and we're going to keep this train rolling and fucking out money. Mike Poptor? Okay, I'm sorry. I'll move the mic up further away. So, I didn't understand why. And I'll, I'll probably start watching season two just to see and experience it for myself. And then I saw, like a week ago, that Netflix announced that season three of 13 Reasons Why was coming out. And everyone's like, why? Like, season one was awesome. Season two was garbage. Why are you making a season three? It just... It's losing the impact, and they should have stopped the franchise after season one because it was perfect at the end of that. Again, I don't know personally. I haven't watched season two. I probably will just to get my own personal thoughts, but I am very sure I will have the same opinions as I do now. Because it ended so perfectly and well, it shouldn't have kept on going. They should have let the season go. Anyway, that's my whole spiel on 13 Reasons Why. And we can come back into letting the seasons go with Gears of War being announced for both an RTS Gears of War, another sequel to Gears of War, and... Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say RTS? Yes. There are three new versions of Gears of War coming out that were announced at E3. A real-time strategy version of Gears of War, a actual sequel to Gears of War 4, and... Everyone's favorite game type at this moment. No, no. A a mobile version of Gears of War. No. (laughs) Okay, at least I was expecting, like, Battle Royale. Oh, no. No, No, a mobile version of Gears of War. (laughs) Okay, I'm more okay with that than, like, another fortnite another like, battle so so you're uh, not a fan of call of duty coming out and be like hey by the way call of duty 4 is gonna have a battle royale mode <laughs> instead i think it I, again i could be wrong but what i heard was it has a campaign mode it has its multiplayer mode and no, instead, it doesn't have a campaign it doesn't have a campaign at all no oh well that's fucked okay so it has multiplayer and battle royale and that's it does it even have zombies Yes, it does have zombies. So Call of Duty 4 is strictly just zombies, Battle Royale, and normal multiplayer versus. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. (sighs) That's disappointing. The sad thing is, me personally, I look at that and I go, that's disappointing. But I know full well that they're going to make so much fucking money off of that. Uh, It really all depends, because... 
what if by the time they released it, the Fortnite craze is gone? Like all the battle royale craze is gone. I would like, like to believe that. When is when is Call of Duty Four set for release though? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Anyway, anyone in the chat that. know when that is? I don't follow it either. I was just curious. I don't follow games that are trash. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> the last Call of Duty game that I like thoroughly, fully enjoyed was literally um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Since then, mm-hmm. like I've played a couple of games. I played Black Ops. Black Ops was okay. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. I, I like played Black Ops Two at a buddy's house for like an hour. And I was just like, why? But like, Modern <laughs> Warfare 2, for me, was my, was the best. This And because it was the best, personally, for the story. I fucking loved the story. Multiplayer was whatever. I, I don't... I had the same opinion about Call of Duty multiplayer then as I do now. It's a thing. I'm not really big into it. It's a thing. I played them for the story. And Modern Warfare 2, the story was great. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, very upset that they've basically just been like, Fuck the story, it's just a multiplayer, just zombies, just battle royale, because the next big thing, and we want to be relevant and make a cash grab. <sighs> yep, unfortunately. I think the only Call of Duty campaign that I actually enjoyed was the one where they were storming Normandy. Which one was that? That would be 3. Call of Duty 3? Okay. I, I don't believe think, so. I don't think I played that one. Oh, that reminds me. There's still I still want to try Battlefield One. Battlefield One to me looked legit fun, and I wanted to try that so much. Is I wonder if it's still full price. The only reason I never got it because it was still eighty damn dollars for a game I might not enjoy. I'm not dropping that. Yeah. So I wonder if it's probably dropped by now. Call of Duty One came out several years ago now. <laughs> Battlefield One. Yeah, Battlefield One. <laughs> Call it, do you mean the first statement was not incorrect, but it wasn't the statement you're trying to make? <laughs> I missed something. I'm confused. You said Call of Duty 1 came out a long time ago. Oh, and oh like, I meant. Yeah, Battle- that's I, true. I meant. <laughs> I meant Battlefield 1, but yes, that is true. Call of Duty 1 came out a while ago. <laughs> Battlefield 1 was actually really good. I got it on sale from a Steam Key website, six bucks. A st- wait. Oh, excuse me. A Steam Key website? Battlefield 1's only available on Origins website. It's not even on Steam. So how is that possible? Unless it got put over onto Steam. I didn't hear about it, though. Are you lying to me, Sushi? Why do people use Origins? Because it's not available on Steam. Same reason people use the Microsoft Store. Because it's not available on Steam. If it was available on Steam, 100% I get it on Steam. But I can't. Why don't people just put everything on Steam? It makes they, shit so much easier. Because they want them to use their programs. That's the whole reason Microsoft Store puts all their Microsoft exclusives on there. Because they're like, they're Microsoft exclusive. You have to use Microsoft to get them. That's why they're only on Xbox. It's only on the Microsoft Store. You can't get them anywhere else. And same with Origins. You want to use our games that we're associated with? You got to use our website. Because we are greedy and we want the viewers and base to move from Steam. But it's like... Which isn't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Everybody <laughs> uploads on Steam. Exactly. It's you're trying to change the ways of some. It you're, basically, it's companies trying to reinvent like PayPal. Essentially, like PayPal is so universally used by everyone and their dog that there's no point in trying to make another version of it and like gr- pull everyone to do it because it's not gonna happen. Same thing with Steam. Steam is so good at what they do for their games and how people get their games. There is no point in trying to make other versions of it. Just put it all on Steam mm-hmm. and please everybody. You don't make anybody happy when you say, hey, this game is, it is an Xbox exclusive or it is an Origin exclusive, but it's only on Origin or only on Xbox. That doesn't make people go, ooh, that's so cool. What would make people go, that's fun, is you being like, it's an Xbox exclusive or it's an Origin exclusive. It's also available on Steam, though. So, I mean... That kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, I guarantee being... you that if they did say that, the vast majority would just get it on Steam. Oh, 100%. instantly. And they, the companies would make more sales and more money out of doing that with, with like, they, they have to weigh their balance. Do they want more people being exclusive to their website and their store, or do they want more people playing their game? Like, weigh your options. So... Steam is good at what they do. Uh, sure. 
I personally have had no problems with Steam in terms of video game downloads or anything like that. Personally. I have no reason to use any other... Like, if Microsoft Store... Like, if games were on Microsoft Store and Steam or on Origin and Steam, I'm always going to take Steam. It's the simple way to do things. It's the way everyone does things. There's no reason to go to anything else. Personally. I think RefixX feels the same way. Well, I'd like things to be centralized. Because a lot of the times I forget that I have games because they're on something else. Exactly. I fully agree. Like, I'll... Whenever I'm about to sit down and I want to play a game, I will open up Steam and I'll go through my Steam list. That's what mm-hmm. I do. I compl- Like, with the exception of Sea of Thieves, because I'm obsessed with it and I know it's on the Microsoft Store. But, like, World of, World of Warships. That's on Wargaming's app that I have to go up and check. Or, um, what other games do I have? Dauntless now is its own thing completely by itself. Um, what other things do I have? There's a couple other games that I have that are just not on Steam that I completely forget that I own. So... Um, your mm-hmm. webcam is out of focus. You want to just hold your ham- hand up to the webcam? There we go. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. 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 Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. <laughs> what do I- we think about Ubisoft now, barring Assassin's Creed? What do you mean? Ba- <sighs> I have mixed feelings about Ubisoft. For the same reason as, like, what we were just talking about with, like, having people exclusive to only things. You play? Oh, I think that's so dumb. There's no, Their game is already... Ubisoft already puts all its games on Steam. Fantastic. Well done. Thank you. But why the fuck do every time I have to play one of your games, you have to make me not only open up Steam to play it, but I have to use the Uplay app as well and make an account with that? Why? There's... It's such... A side tour that I don't need, nor do I want. <sighs> like the games they've announced. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I went on a whole different spiel. The oh, I don't know any of the games Ubisoft has announced, except for I knew there were, I know there was a little bit more talk about Skull and Bones, which I'm very excited about because, yes, it's pirates. But it's also... You, Skull and Bones from the gameplay trailers it looks exactly like the type of game that World of Warships is you control a fleet of ships and you attack other ships in open waters for prizes and then you get to customize your ships to the cannons, to the wheel, to the mast to the helm, everything to the captain, to the crew everything, and, and I love that and, it's, and I like the game style because it's exactly like World of Warships so I'm very excited for Skull and, Skull and Bones um, I don't know anything else they've announced it's because I don't really follow Ubisoft uh, that the much. Division 2, like you said. They announced that. Um, I never played the Division games, so I couldn't care less. Yeah, I know. I know, right? But that isn't a thing. Um, uh, to be honest, I don't really follow Ubisoft very much. Me either. Uh, I probably don't even know 50% of the games that they're behind. If, in all honesty. Um, that's very true because I I couldn't name one that they're bringing out. Uh, it is Anthem, uh, Ubisoft, or is it just EA? I have no idea what Anthem is. Uh, it's a. It kind of looks like uh, Destiny, but not Destiny. And Halo, with Destiny, but not Halo or Destiny. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. Interesting. I have no idea what you're talking about, but cool. It's EA's Destiny, yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I wasn't sure who was behind that, uh, except for EA, of course. Mm. I'm wondering... I'm I'm waiting to see how they fuck this one up. (laughs) See, speaking of which, can we go back to a previous comment you mentioned about how apparently EA's panel was a big cluster fuck-up? What exactly happened? Because I, I have no idea. Uh, like I said, uh, Command & Conquer was made into a mobile game, which a lot of people hated. Mm. Um, fuck, what else happened? Oh, I can't remember. I need, I need to well, actually watch it, because <laughs> no, I've only Nothing seen that memorable. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, also, yes, I know, Kingdom Hearts 3 got delayed, okay? I know. Everybody and their fucking dog has been up in arms 
because everyone has always been commenting through several years that, oh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to get delayed again. You just wait. It's going to be delayed. It's going to be delayed. And my, myself and so many Kingdom Hearts fans have been like, listen here, fuckwads. Kingdom Hearts 3 has never been, quote unquote, delayed. It has been in progress and in development for years, but they have never once announced when it was going to come out. So therefore, they have mm-hmm. never delayed the game. The only time they ever announced any kind of title for it was last year at um, the Disney Expo when they put the when they announced that Toy Story was going to be part of the game, and at the end of the Toy Story trailer, it just showed 2018. That was all they said. So everyone was all like, swoot, swoot, sweet. I was going to, I don't know what I said. Swoot! Everyone was like, swoot! <laughs> but everyone was like, sweet, 2018, awesome, finally, we have a year for Kingdom Hearts 3. Wonderful. And then at EA, at EA, EA, E3 this year, everyone's waiting for Square Enix to talk about what's happening in Kingdom Hearts 3, and they showed a bunch more trailers, and they showed that, um, and I'm not surprised, this is actually, this is funny, before the Disney Expo happened, I made a comment saying they were probably going to announce that Frozen was part of the Kingdom Hearts 3 universe because Frozen is Disney and it was such a massive hit it, it just makes sense for them to add Frozen to Kingdom Hearts 3 I 100% yeah. thought that's what was going to happen but no it was Toy Story which was great as well Toy Story is fine but then of course yesterday they announced that Frozen was part of the universe that was coming to Kingdom Hearts 3 and everyone was happy and excited and I was kind of like you know what it makes sense of course they're putting in Frozen I would kind of be surprised if they didn't along with Tangled is also in there Ratatouille was also announced for there Uh, Monsters Inc which was actually announced uh, a couple of months ago but tons of awesome new Disney stuff and then they announced right at the end of the Frozen trailer it was coming out January 29th 2019 and there were so many fucking people on Twitter being like, ha, ah, I told you it was going to get delayed. Get fucked, Kingdom Hearts fans and bullshit. And I was just... it's It hurt because they weren't wrong. But... <laughs> it hurt because they weren't wrong. But it's one month into 2019. It's not like it was coming out fall 2019. It was a definitive date. And pre-sales for the game are on now. So it's definitive that it's coming out January 29th, 2019. And yes, it's delayed by one month into 2019. Oh, well. But I'm fucking ecstatic that after 10 goddamn years, said Kingdom Hearts 2, it'll actually be 11 goddamn years by the time it comes out. Kingdom Hearts 3 is fucking finally happening. And we have a definitive date. So all you fucking people being all like, yeah, it got delayed. Haha, <laughs> sucks to be you, sucker. So it's just going to happen. You know what? Screw off. I have a release date for my favorite series of all time. Go away. So I'm happy. I'm excited. Go away. <laughs> Just shoo. <laughs> Go off. Go troll somebody else. I'm going to enjoy Kingdom Hearts 3 when it comes out, and I'm not going to talk to anybody for three days straight while I play the shit out of that game. No, 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 no. One week. Give it a week. Okay, that's true. A week. <laughs> I do have work to still do. <laughs> Better hope it doesn't turn into a Duke Nukem Forever incident. I have no idea what you mean by that. Feel free to express yourself. <laughs> uh, or Duke if Nukem, your Fixix knows. I actually know this one. Uh, Duke Nukem uh, Forever was supposed to be released like 10 years ago. Oh. And kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed, kept getting delayed. And then when they finally released it, it was utter garbage. Like oh. <laughs> the worst. So, Yikes. yeah, there's that. Mm. Well, <laughs> I have I have faith. I have faith in Square Enix and Nomura because, like, mm-hmm. all, they have showed endless gameplay trailers of the game right now. Like, everyone knows how the game will operate and how it'll run because they have shown so much in-game footage of fights going on and like particle effects and so much stuff. I'm very confident it will run fine and the story will be great. And the and because this isn't an out of the blue thing, there are eight Kingdom Hearts games leading up to this to back me. So I have I have very strong hopes that it is going to be a fantastic game. I have no doubts. So I also <laughs> will probably be heavily biased on any faults of it because I love Kingdom Hearts so much. But <laughs> it's I'm, I'm excited, and it's it's going to be amazing. And it's, again, 
This is another thing, going kind of back into the finishing storylines. Nomura, the guy behind the Kingdom Hearts story, he has said Kingdom Hearts 3 will be the final game of Kingdom Hearts. There will be no more. He did, however, say this will be the final Kingdom Hearts game that follows Sora's, Sora and every and his friends and all of their adventures and stuff. This will be the definitive game for that. So that leaves it open mm-hmm. that there could be another game within the Kingdom Hearts universe from a completely new character's point. Leaves that open. He never confirmed that, but he said this is the definitive final game for Sora and Kairi and Riku and everyone involved. Which I'm very happy about because, I mean, this will be the ninth goddamn Kingdom Hearts game. You gotta end it. They've been great up to this point. So, I'm excited. I'm very happy. So, Yeah, and another thing about uh, release dates is... Uh, Fallout 76 which I looks fantastic again the uh, only thing I know about Fallout 76 is it's quote online and quote four times bigger than Fallout 4 so all yep. I can gather from that is it's basically take Fallout 4 let everybody join into your universe and times the map by four boom Fallout 76 I don't know anything else about it uh, you can build anywhere let you build your camps stuff anywhere that's another thing. And Todd, the god, uh, he also made there be uh, nuclear silos oh, Jesus positioned Christ. all around the map that you can use. Oh, Jesus Christ. You so know, the moment the moment that game goes live, everyone's going to rush and capture those. There's going to be a fucking bloodbath over those. Yeah, probably. But you need, like, power armor and stuff to go get them, so... Fair. Yeah, there's that. But thing about that is that they're pulling a, a Fallout Four. In terms of, in terms of release date, as so, in it's coming out this year. That's correct. Gotcha. In November. That that was something I was very impressed with Bethesda. Whenever they announce something, it usually comes out like fairly soon, if not that same year. Like Fallout Four, or, or like or, the, or, or literally the same day, like Fallout Shelter, yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, I think Blades. No, not Blade. Blade wasn't, uh, but there was other ones that were. Mm. Uh, Moon Crash, which is a I've never heard of that. That is a uh, Prey DLC. Oh, okay. I never played Prey. I saw a bunch of uh, gameplay for it online. It just, it looks. See, from my perspective, before I even watched any gameplay of Prey, it looked like a really serious alien invasion kind of game. And then I yep. watched gameplay for it, and everyone was just joking about how aliens are like just taking form of like coffee cups, and it was just a big yep. meme and such. So I was like, okay, I don't understand. What is Prey? Is it a serious alien invasion game, or is it a memeable coffee cups are aliens game? I don't know. So yes. It's both, basically? <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll, we'll just go with that. Wonderful. Quote, actually, the third point on Sora's head is supposed to tilt to the left, but here it tilts to the right, unquote. Torsten's take on Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not going to be that critical. I will say, I am a heavy stickler for um, contingency. It's contingency? Continu- continuity. That's it. Con- shut up. Shh. Continuity. That's what it is. Like, if I'm watching a movie or watching a show, I will notice if something is out of place that wasn't there exactly the same place a scene ago. I- I'm a heavy stickler for that. So, <laughs> I might. I might make personal notes for that. But again, that's stuff that can usually be overlooked. Sometimes it's really big and obvious. Like, one thing I keep going back to... This is from Gilmore Girls. Some of you might not know Gilmore Girls. Fantastic show. Highly recommend. It's on Netflix. Um, But there was one scene in a classroom. Shut up. I heard that. There was one scene in a classroom between two girls in school. And the one girl was leaning on her binder while she was talking to the other girl. And the camera would cut to, like, like, take this webcam of me sitting here on my binder looking at Jackson this way. And the binder, and, like, the board, the... (laughs) 
the the outline like on the back of the binder where you put like the little sheet of paper that says like I don't know English or whatever the hell would be facing this way as I'm talking and then would this camera would cut to to let's say Jackson talking back and the camera cut backs to me but the binder is flipped the complete opposite way but I haven't moved I have changed position and then would cut back to Jackson talking then cut back to me and the binder is completely 180 again and then cuts to Jackson and then 180 again it's like you know, 100% fact, when they filmed it, they had the characters sit down, lay on their binder, and then they just had a steady camera rolling on them the entire time as they blurred out their conversation. And then they reset, and they did the whole thing again, and the character leaned back on their binder, but they didn't set it up the right way, and whoever was operating um, the DOP, the director of photography, did not look at the previous scene to make sure that everything was exactly the same as it was before. So then they shot the scene again for a second take, and then when they edited it together, they took the best takes of the two scenes to put it into the one scene, but even still then, the person editing was like, hmm, the binder switches position every single time we cut back to this character. Maybe we should just, you know, grit our teeth and use one scene so the, like, the binder's facing the same direction every single time, and not have it just fucking 180 every single time we cut back. I don't know. The, again, that's just me. So, <laughs> but in terms of Kingdom Hearts three, it's a little different. It's a video game. You have full control of what is in the scene and what is not. It's not about the so actor moving it. So it's fucked up. So they it's did fucked it up. It's if it's fucked up or messed up, it's either a intentional or you missed it. You missed something. But you done fucked up. You done fucked, and I will be on Twitter ranting about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sora's necklace was facing the right way when he was talking to Goofy, but after it cut to Goofy and came back to Sora, it was flipped upside down. What the fuck, Square? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be like. I will def. I, you know what? If some, if I see something like that, I'll make note of it. I'll probably take a screenshot, put it on Twitter, and just be like, "Hey, by the way, guys, this was backwards." I'm not gonna make a huge deal about it. It'll just be funny now. <laughs> it's just a meme. It's just a meme. Oh, In an stay- endless. An endless worm of memes. You like you like my stay hydrated bot? It's telling you to <laughs> t- drink one hundred and twenty milliliters of water every hour. I don't know where that bot came from. It's in my chat, and every hour it's like you've been live for a blank amount of hours. You should have consumed blank amount of water to maintain optimum hydration. And I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? Like. <laughs> I have one of my programs just came with this bot and I don't know why and I don't know how to get rid of it but it's like it's there cool thanks bot I definitely haven't drank even one milliliter of water this whole hour but whatever I'll be fine I'll live (laughs) don't worry Uh, I got you covered thank you you'll drink 120 milliliters of water for me and then I can drink it subconsciously through you hey look at that you got me bro Uh, I told you it was grotesque. Grotesque creature put the hydration bot into my chat. Okay, I don't know how that's possible considering a she's not a mod, so I don't know how she was able to put that in there. But cool, works for me. All right, we are coming near the end of our first podcast ever. She put us all on a list for the stay stay hydrated bot. Oh, did she? Okay, I did not know that. Okay, now I know why where it's coming from. Thank you, grotesque creature, for worrying about my health. That means a lot. (laughs) I will probably never follow it, but it means a lot. All right, we are coming to the end of the first first episode back of the Wings of Risk podcast. Um... This is how we're going to structure it kind of similar to other podcasts I've watched, just because it makes sense. If you have any questions you would like either myself or Refixix to answer, you're welcome to ask it now. And um, for future episodes, if there are any voicemails left on Anchor from the previous podcast, we will listen to them live here on the podcast and answer them back as well. As we have no voicemails right now, we will just take your questions in chat for the next five to ten minutes-ish. And then stream will continue normally for the next three hours. I still don't know what I'm going to play. I'm feeling Skyrim. I'm feeling like playing Skyrim, just playing that a bit, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm assuming you're going to bed pretty much after this. You got work tomorrow morning. I mean, it's only 10. Well, I don't know what time you go. Wait, what time do you start work? You start work at 8? 9? Yeah. 8. 8? Okay. I don't know. I usually go to bed at around 12. Okay. Well, if you're staying up and you want to do some league or something, 
Because Sushi was asking sure. me to do that yesterday. Cool. All right. Well, there you go. We'll be doing that. Um, this from 8-Bit Sushi. While it was still active, what did you think about Boss Key Productions? I have no idea what that is. Maybe does Jackson know what Boss Key Productions is? That is a negatory. Okay. Um, Sushi, do you want to elaborate on that question and tell me what Boss Key Productions is? Because if I, maybe I know it for something else, then I could answer that. But as as it stands, I have no idea. Uh, for Jackson, if Fallout 76 is slated for release on PC and PlayStation 4, which will you be more aligned towards? That's a tough one, actually. Um, crap. <laughs> um, it really all depends on how intensive it is for the PC. If because my PC is a little older, uh, if it is uh, a little bit on the higher side, I might go towards PS4. You have a PlayStation 4 Pro, don't you? That's correct. Okay, yeah. I think I'm if I remember your PC specs correctly, do you have, uh, do you have a NVIDIA card or do you have an AMD card? AMD. An AMD That's card? Uh, okay. R98, uh, R980 or something. R980, okay. I'm I'm not too familiar with AMD cards, so I don't know what kind of power yeah. that has, so I can't help you there. You, I'm also kind of long- thinking on getting uh, just a, a new an NVIDIA card or something. Yeah, or I was about a, to bring that up. Um, several months ago, you were talking to me about like what kind of NVIDIA graphics cards are out there and what's the best use. So, yeah, I still I still recommend if you're just looking for strictly 1080p gameplay. 1070 is totally fine. That's what I'm running. I've, I've been able to run every single game that I own at max settings, 60 frames per second, 1080p, no problem whatsoever. The only time I have problems is when I'm streaming. That's because I'm using a tense more workload and a lot more programs are open. But just gaming by itself, 1070 will do you just fine. If you want to be ultra safe and you have the money to spend, get a 1080 or a 1080 Ti and you kind of future-proof yourself a little bit more. But if you want to spend a little bit less and still have tons of room, get a 1070. That's my personal recommendation. Mm-hmm. So, um, they made Lawbreakers. They were a games company that was slated by Cliffy B, known for his work on Gears of War. Their first game, Lawbreakers, was their last before they recently went under. Lawbreakers was announced as a f- uh, first FTP... Wait, I don't know about FTP. Oh, free-to-play. Thank you. I had no idea. As a free-to-play game before being sold for 30 bucks on release. I have no idea what Lawbreakers is. I never played Lawbreakers, so I have no opinions on that company going out of business. kind of like Overwatch, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, sorry, Bitsushi. I have no opinions on I am not familiar with any of their work whatsoever. I'm assuming you're not either. Its peak player count in the last 30 days was 459 players. Yikes. Ouch. Yeah. Speaking of peak player count, I just want to, as a little bit of a jab to everybody that was against me, um, Sea of Thieves came out at E3 with their new announcement trailer for their next two DLCs, Cursed Sails and Forsaken Shores, which both look amazing. I'm so excited for both of them. They also released a bunch of stats for um, their player base and everything, and the amount of active players they have was way higher than I thought it was. Um, I, I think I saved the number on my phone, but it was, it was I, I can't remember exactly what it is. Hold on one second, let me see if I can find it. But it was way higher than I thought it was. So, whew, see if these still has an active player base. Ha, suck it. When are they releasing the Steam version DLC? Uh, probably never, because Microsoft likes to hold their exclusives to their exclusive Microsoft store, which is garbage. That store is awful, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. And they would do so much good to just put it on Steam like any other game company out there. What? Oh, okay. I'm going to back up a little bit. I talked about World of Warships having their Wargaming app, the only place to get World of Warships. That's not true anymore. I completely forgot. Wargaming made World of Warships available on Steam. I totally forgot about that. So, mm-hmm. and, they, and they made a ton of sales off of that. So, Wargaming.net had the right thinking. They released it on their first, on their own platform, and they built it up there while it was in beta and open beta, and after initial release, and then a couple months into initial release, they opened it on Steam as well. What I don't understand 
is they have two different server versions. So anyone playing World of Warships on their gaming app, the the war gaming app, will oh, only so separated. Yeah, anyone on the war gaming app will only be able to play with other players also on the war gaming app. And then anyone playing the Steam version of World of Warships will only be able to play it against and with other people on the Steam version. Which, to me, doesn't make sense because they're both exactly the same version. Like, when the Steam version gets updated, the war gaming version gets updated, and it's the same game. But they have them separated to different servers. And I, there must be some technical reason as to why... But I just don't know what it is. Or maybe there's just no way possible to cross-play it against the two. I don't know. I'm not a that kind of tech guy. But it just seems weird to me that both versions are PC. And you can both play them on PC and it's the same game. But you can't play with people across different apps of it. Weird to me. I don't understand. That's just weird. So, mm-hmm. uh, I missed a bit of chat here. Um, to be honest... To be honest, I'd play Sea of Thieves, but only if I was with someone, I wouldn't play it solo. I play Sea of Thieves solo all the time, only because I don't have anybody else to play Sea of Thieves wish, and I wish, wish, um, with, and the only time I'll play Sea of Thieves with other people is when I'm doing a fort raid, because trying to do a fort by yourself is goddamn nigh impossible. I've done it once in my life, once, and the amount of bananas I consumed in that hour were e- an egregious amount. It, it was bananas. It was bananas, how many bananas I consumed. For those of you who don't know, you eat bananas to gain health back in Sea of Thieves, and it was absurd. And I was, I did it during the Hungering Deep event when everyone was off fighting the Megalodon Sharks, so nobody was doing forts at that time, so I was like, this is perfect. I can do a fort, it's gonna be uncontested, no one's gonna come fight me, because everyone's off fighting the Megalodon, and it worked. I did it in over an hour, for those of you who know, usually forts take 15 to 20 minutes when you have a full galleon crew of four. It took me over an hour by myself, and I died numerous times and ate fucking thousands of bananas. But it worked. Where was I going with that? Oh, oh right, yeah, playing it solo. So, I like it as a solo experience. I've gotten used to it as a solo experience. It is a lot easier with other players, and it is a lot more fun with other players. I'm not the kind of guy to go out and randomly like join random crews and try to make friends randomly off the bat to me it's too awkward and it's too weird i would play like sushi if you ever got sea of thieves for yourself 100 i'd play it with you every fucking day because i know you and it would be tons of fun and like if lord ghost cat got it then there'd be the three of us and we could sail on the brigade the brigadier ship that's the new one that's coming out next month and it's a two-masted ship for three players and, like, if Refixix ever updated the game <laughs> and, like, actually wanted to play it, then there'd be four of us, and we could sail on the Galleon, the biggest ship, and that would be so much fun. But as it sits right now, I'm the only one who plays it, but I've gotten used to playing it solo. So, Sushi, if you ever decide to get Sea of Thieves, I 110% would play the shit out of it with you. Anytime you wanted to play it, you wouldn't have to play it solo. Trust me, I'd be there playing it with you. Just so you're aware. Um, it feels more like a party game, to be honest. It reminds me of Jesus Black Wake. Christ. You okay there? That look sounds like there was lightning. That look sounds... That look looks like there was lightning. No. Lightning would be a lot more tame. Oh. Thunder? No. Wind is just, like, shaking the entire fucking place. It's like... Oh. Ah! <laughs> I can't hear nothing, but... That I mean, That's good. that is good. Kudos to the microphone. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of Black Wake. Black Wake. Black Wake was. I tried to actually. It reminded me of Black Wake when I first started playing Sea of Thieves as well. But then I came back to to Black Wake just to try and test the difference. And wow, Sea of Thieves is a much much better version of Black Wake. Black Wake is way too complicated. They 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 took a dump truck of stuff to do and they just offloaded it and it was like boom have fun and you hop onto a ship and it's just a giant mess and you're like what the fuck do I do see if these is a lot more streamlined and a lot more easier to to make sense so um I can't justify spending more than half the base price on a game that's tedious and unpleasant to play alone I wouldn't say it's unpleasant to play alone it's very pleasant to play alone and I get tons of joy out of it it is a lot harder to play alone that is a hundred percent true i wouldn't say it's unpleasant to play alone though personally it can be unpleasant when you get griefed by a galleon over and over again that won't leave you alone but at that point you just server hop there's no penalty for serving hopping so just do that 
and get away from them. So, that's me. That's why I originally refunded the division. Never played the division, so not a man. I, I, I do agree. See if these can be a little bit grindy. I 100% agree with that, but it's and I'm not too big a fan of grinding games. It is the same thing over and over again. But it's it's really... Every voyage is different on Sea of Thieves. And every time you go out, like, you're going to a different island. You're going to a new place. You might meet up with new crews that you can either friend or fight. And a lot of the PvP experiences can be just ass loads of fun. Now that everyone has speaking trumpets as well, which amplifies your voice when you hold it up and makes you kind of muzzled. Like, oh, it's so much fun, so... The solution is to just buy it for me, Torsten. I bought it for myself for 80 Canadian dollars. I bought it for Jackson for 80 Canadian dollars. I'm not buying it for another person for 80 Canadian dollars. All right? If you want to play it, fucking buy it for yourself, and I will play it with you. But I've already spent too much money on the game as is, and Jackson doesn't play it that much, which is fine. It's not his kind of game. I keep talking to him about it all the time and telling him about all the updates that are coming for it, and like, hey, you want to play The Hungering Deep because it ends literally tomorrow and yeah so i'm not spending 80 dollars on on the game for another person for them to play it once and never again not again nothing against you jackson i just don't want to go oh, you have everything against me <laughs> i just don't want to don't try to cover it up i, I know <laughs> i just don't want to drop 80 dollars again for nothing it's a lot of money Ugh. he doesn't have the money exactly it's a lot of money i don't have that kind of money <laughs> okay anywho Technically, it'd be 68 Canadian dollars right now. Yes, because it's $12 off. Still. All right. Any last questions before we end the podcast for today? Just so everyone's aware, once again, going to make this known, this podcast that you're listening to will be available on YouTube as a full video and audio. It'll also be available on Anchor and anywhere podcasts are available, like iTunes Podcasts or other that's really the only two podcast apps i know about are anchor and itunes podcast what other other podcast apps are out there it'll be there thank you anchor you're wonderful <clears throat> excuse me 20 percent is still not worth in my opinion that's fair lord ghost cat i will say if you want more content probably wait until september in july they're releasing forsaken shores which will introduce as it sits right now the only other ships you ever see on the water are other players so every time you see a ship, you know for a fact that's an online player. To next month, they release Cursed Sails, which introduces skeleton crews. So out on the open waters, anytime you see ships, it could be another player or it could be an AI ship, which you can fight and are guaranteed to have rewards. That's another big thing. When you fight a player on the ocean in PvP on Sea of Thieves right now, if they don't have any chests, you don't get anything out of it except for the satisfaction of sinking that player. If they have chests, great. You can take their chests and get loot. But it's never a guarantee. Next month, whenever you fight a skeleton ship and you sink it, you're guaranteed rewards, which is good. So that'll liven up the game a little bit more. And then in September, when they release Forsaken Shores, which introduces a whole new volcanic ocean map to it with rowboats as well and a new AI threat that they have not revealed yet that just opens up so much more and more liveliness to it. So I'd say wait until September if you want to really think about getting the game. But that's the thing, really. You you know for a fact that the more expansions they release, the longer they're going to postpone dropping the price. But why should they drop the price, though? They're adding more content into the game. Why would they add more content into the game and then drop the price because they're adding more content? Doesn't really make sense. So. I miss I miss something. What's what's so funny? Oh. Keep going down. I see. <laughs> you see it, do you? I see. 8-Bit Sushi says, I'll see about it. And then Lord Ghost Cat tried to time out 8-Bit Sushi, but he can't because 8-Bit Sushi is a mod. Well done. Sushi made that made a fucking water pun yesterday as well after stream. We were talking about World of Warships and about just streaming it and playing it and the difference between watching it and playing it. And he was like, and he said, don't get me wrong, I sunk a lot of hours into World of Warships. Sunk a lot of hours into World of Warships. God damn I you. Hope he, I hope he sunk in real life. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> All right. With that, I don't see any more questions we're getting, so thank you guys so much for watching the Wings and Rest podcast. I'm very happy to be doing this again. This is so much fun. I, I miss just 
talking to you guys and talk. I mean, I talk to Jackson almost daily, but it's not, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the podcast feel. So I'm happy to be. I'm never this happy. (laughs) (laughs) He's always bitching about something. (laughs) Yeah, accurate. Well, yeah. Oh, speaking of bitching, um, just quick question: Did that lady you worked with at your job that came back ever? Is she still there, or did she leave? You never mentioned her again. She's still there. Oh, okay. You just never mentioned her again, so I thought maybe she had left or something. Eh, I just don't deal with her. No, fair enough. Easier that way. Don't let people know I secretly enjoy puns. I, do, I didn't. I didn't think that was a secret, but oh shit! <laughs> well, everybody knows now. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, everyone knows. It's it's on. It's it's live on stream. It's going to be on YouTube, and it's going to be on Anchor, and it's going to be on iTunes podcast, podcast, and everywhere else. Podcasts are available. That's right, podcasts. Oh, anywho, all right. Time for some League of Legends. I see that time. I heard that thunder. I heard that one. See, I don't know what that was. Oh, maybe that wasn't thunder. Oh no. Who knows? Alrighty, well, thank you guys for watching. We're going to switch over to Legal Engines for now, but just so I can make a clean cut in the audio for all of you listening to the podcast, we're going to take a quick five minute break of just blank silence, and we'll see you guys all on League of Legends. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for listening, and tune in next week. If you have any questions for next week, be sure to leave a voice message down below in the Anchor app, and we will listen to them live on the podcast and answer them live on the podcast. If you don't wish to do so, you are free to join us live as we do this every Monday from 8 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at www.twitch.tv slash winglessvalkyrie. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you all next week. Goodbye, and have a wonderful night. night.